Hey nerds, starting a podcast can seem complicated and overwhelming, but Buzzsprout makes it easy. We use Buzzsprout as our podcast host site and love it. They get your podcast listed on every major platform and have tons of guides to help you find the right equipment at the right price. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout today. Click the link in the show notes to let them know we sent you, and you'll get a $20 Amazon gift card for signing up for a paid plan, and you'll help support our show. Hi, this is Chanel. Hi, this is Stacy. Hey, nerds, this is Ashley. And this is Fanfic Fanatics. Hey guys, welcome to this week's One Shot Wednesday. I'm Stacy, and I will be reading a one shot about our love, Steve Rogers and Bucky. So it's called The Power of the Right Shirt, aka God Bless America. And it's by Sarona. And a summary is he just Bill trails off, mouth gaping. He is staring at the field outside the house, ice glazed, Clint size. Yeah, he just ripped a log in half with his bare hands. Okay, guys. So just a note, um, this is inspired by, it says, um, a bonus scene from um, Age of Ultron from the Avengers. He just, Bill trails off, mouth gaping. He is staring at the field outside the house, eyes glazed, Clint size. Yeah, he just ripped a log in two with his bare hands. Phil doesn't seem to hear him, but I, he stammers, there's a pink hue to the top of his cheekbones, and his, to- and his throat clicks when he tries to swallow. Clint looks at the ceiling, slightly begging the exposed beams for any kind of assistance. It's not that he's a jealous man. He has never had much that was his to be jealous over, much less people. But there's only so much he can take of his boyfriend gazing at another man. At Captain America, like he wants to drop to his knees and take one for the team. It's a look not unlike the one Tony is wearing this same second as it happens. Tony looks away after a moment. Clint would, too, at the sight of such physical perfection and grabs another axe. He goes at the logs like he's bearing a personal grudge. And maybe he is. But if that's the case, he's on his own. He's the one who came to Clint's house looking at for a few days time out to regroup at the farm Clint brought before everything went to shit. But also before he'd known Phil just happened to not be dead. So, you know, it's kind of balances out. So whatever issues Tony is currently having, he can deal with them on. He can deal with them like the grown up he's supposed to be next to him. Steve is still going at his own pile of wood. Like it's his sole mission in life. Could it be soothing to do something so simple and and minimal? When there's a formerly brainwashed assassin squatting at the roof of the house, watching him while pretending to be absorbed in the cleaning his guns and sharpening his knives, Clint reckons he'd be happy to look out his frustration by hacking at wooden blocks with sharp implements, too. Hmm, Phil says, when Steve swings his axe and lets it fall in a particularly bloody-minded manner, and Clint snaps a little. If you've got a boner right now, so help me, he says, hating the wine that has crept into his voice. He's a self-assured mastered marksman, damn it. And besides, Steve is kind of astronomically hot. Phil ignores him. Of course he does. 
Oh, wait. Phil's hand has found his wrist, pressing onto the pulse point with the kind of calm, familiar authority that makes Clint shudder all over. Just because a guy can rip a log in half with the power of his biceps doesn't mean I want to have sex with him, Barton. I could totally rip a log in two, Clint grumbles sulkily. Going by the look on Phil's face when he turns to look at him, he's missing the point entirely. Of course you could, baby, Phil says. Clint wants to punch him, except that he doesn't. You're humoring me, he complains, hand flexing on the handle of the chef's knife. He's been chopping carrots. They were making stew with dumplings. Natasha's secret favorite. She's due at any moment, fresh from scouting out just how fucked up this whole situation has gotten since she and Maria Hill have more contacts in all kinds of places than the rest of them put together. Smells amazing in here, Sam remarks. Smells amazing in here, Sam marks generally, thundering down the stairs with Triplet and Skye at his heels before Phil can answer. What are we, Holy Mother? He stops next to Phil, staring out the window with the same glazed expression that's on Phil's face. Clint scowls again, chopping through the rest of the carrots and starting on the pile of washed, peeled potatoes. You wouldn't believe how much food this lot could put away. God bless America, Skye adds in an odd manner, coming next to stand next to him. Clint looks sideways at the four of them, lined up like meerkats sniffing the air. Yo, Cap, he hollers through the open window. You might want to give it a break. You're attracting groupies. Steve and Tony straighten and turn. Steve's skin-tight shirt is sticking to him in a few damp patches, making it child's play to count each and every muscle it lovingly clings to. Clint could totally pull off a shirt like that, too. Tony looks at Sam, Phil, Skye, and Triplet's face, knowing, desperately deadpan, unapologetically drooling, and guilty, respectively, and cracks up. Above them, there is a scrape of wet stone on steel, loud and sudden silence, making at least two people jump. Steve looks at his audience, face unreadable. Then he reaches up for the neck of his shirt and strips it off, mopping his sweaty chest with it. Okay, Clint declares, dropping the knife. That was such a dirty move, Steve. I think I'm proud. Tony looks like a feather could knock him over, shamelessly gaping at the vast expanse of Steve's chest. Triplet sounds like he's choking, and Skye has gone all pink, open mouth in shock. Sam starts laughing hysterically. He yells, whistling appreciatively as punctuation. Well, you're all kind of distracted, Steve says, sliding his eyes to Tony, who snaps his jaw shut and narrows his eyes at him. Okay, I want to be offended, but really well played, Rogers. That was a fine piece of misdirection. Thanks, Tony, Steve says dryly, throwing his shirt over his shoulder and stalking towards the house. Hide me, Phil whispers in Clint's ear. No, Clint says vindictively. Steve's eyes flick upwards and a small smile lifts up his face. Clint finds himself smiling with him. Mollified, he turns his head, turns his hand, catching Phil... Phil's fingers with his. After all, he got Phil back from the dead. He can afford to cut him some slack. Phil nuzzles into his into his neck and thanks, and Clint knees abruptly, Phil all wobbly. You know, I'll be just as dedicated to oogling you, right? Phil murmurs, but Clint, with years of dedicated practice, hears what he's really saying. Love you too, babe, he returns quietly, as Steve reaches for the door and steps inside. As one triplet and Skye sights up Sam, leaving a clear path for Steve to take the stairs, while Sam cackles because Sam is easily amused by other people's epic fails. Phil, to Clint's secret pleasure, doesn't move from his position, even if he's looking at Steve out the corner of his eye. Stomping footsteps bring Tony and Steve's wake. Just as the other side of the house, there's a roar of a musting that announces Natasha's arrival. Yo, Barnes, dinner, Sam yells from the window. Upstairs, there's a thump, and Steve's smile grows, and he turns quietly happy. 
The world is, slowly but surely, going to shit around them. Clint, however, is an old hand at this and doesn't stop him from taking this moment of time to appreciate what he's got. Hi. Uh, Stacey, so I was waiting for you to say the end. The end. <laughs> just no end. Just, just leave it at that. What'd you think? It was good. It was very fluffy and I liked it. A I lot like of... It. What's the word I'm looking for? A lot of... um innuendos in there innuendos yeah i can't say it with that (laughs) um it was steve was so good like egging everyone on and then yes clint and um phil's relationship was so cute i loved it i know i've never like thought of them as like a couple before oh really it was i really liked it though they're a popular couple are they yeah yeah I don't know why, but I've seen I've I've seen and read um, a lot of fix with them, and yeah, they're popular. I like it. I just yeah. like that there's a whole one shot devoted to the scene where Steven's <laughs> the lumberjack because amen. I mean there should be a whole whole fanfic <laughs> dedicated to that. There should be a book. <laughs> Do you guys follow that guy on TikTok that his whole thing is he's really hot and his shirt's always yes. off and he just chops wood. Dude, and it's chopping the wood. Yeah, smell. it's a He's TikTok. Like, Good girl. I can't. <laughs> I'll send it to you. Do you? Like it. <laughs> I will say. I think I send it. I send it to Stacey all the time, or she sends it to me. It's just him. Like, He's like covered in tattoos. He's like really in shape, and he just cuts wood. Like and he chops like, these. Grunting while he does it. <laughs> he says, and he says, "Good girl," one time, and I died. I cannot. <laughs> he, oh has, my God. he has like over a million followers. Of course he does. It's Just all women. Chop it. It's all women. Chopping wood. <laughs> it's like 999,000 is women, and there's just like a thousand men. He understood so, female gay. gay understood gay, the assignment. That's gay right. men. There's a, there is, um, you know, an audience for this, clearly. So. Oh my gosh. Oh, okay. Before we go, can I just like point out my. <gasps> new- Janelle is wearing her new sweatshirt and it's Kylo Ren and it says Playboy on it and it's too bad I'm not wearing mine too because I have the same one but I've worn it for like three days in a row so (laughs) I finally decided I should wash it I have my Draco one so one day we'll have to all wear ours and like yeah I could wear my Loki one I know I I was thinking about getting a Bucky one but I'm like okay three uh, might be a little too much I'm I'm going to buy another one and it's either going to be Draco or Cedric because oh oh or Anakin oh I don't know I can't or just all of them. I'll just I'm gonna, have four sweatshirts. I'm going to do Bucky because I should have done Bucky, but I, I, I limited myself to two. So yeah. I'm going to do Loki next. Yeah. Yeah. My dreams and wear Those the dark haired, small, <laughs> morally gray characters that I know, right? Chanel love. Yeah. 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 So good. Good job, Stace. Yes. Is it a wonderful one shot? I love little Loki. Yeah. 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 All right. We'll thanks, guys. We'll see you next week.